If you're looking for proven ways to take your fundraising results to the next level, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Intentional Fundraiser Podcast, hosted by Tammy Zonker. Tammy has trained and led thousands of nonprofit organizations to collectively raise more than a half billion dollars and is also recognized as one of America's top 20 fundraising experts. This is the podcast where Tammy equips and empowers amazing fundraising pros like you to transform your fundraising so you can transform the world. And now, let's hear from Tammy. We'll start the show in a moment after a word from a few amazing fundraisers about what they value most as members of Tammy Zonker's Fundraising Transformers community. I have had the honor of learning and growing from Tammy. She has really helped us understand how to communicate better with our donors, how to make sure that our mission is at the front line of their decision making. And she has just been an absolute joy to learn from. That's Stevie Shoemate from Chapters Health Foundation in Tampa, talking about how being a growth member is helping her communicate better with her donors. When you join Tammy's Fundraising Transformers community as a growth member, you get live training and coaching with Tammy twice each month. You can get your burning questions answered during her live Ask Me Anything sessions. You get to join in Tammy's live weekly hot topic discussions. You can engage with other fundraising pros like you and her private and safe online community. And you get 24-7 access to her growing library of on-demand fundraising training videos and tools. Here's Jenna Sapluski from the Coalition for Children, Youth, and Families in Milwaukee talking about how being a growth member in Tammy's Fundraising Transformers community is helping her grow her capacity, her skills, and her confidence as a fundraiser. It's been so helpful for me to grow my capacity and my skills. I feel more confident uh, knowing that I have Tammy and the Fundraising Transformers group for support. I've reached out to Tammy and the group on several occasions, whether it be just some wording for an email to say, hey, can somebody give me just a little bit of feedback on this? I'd love your thoughts before I send this out for an initiative. We'll hear more later in the show about why Jenna values having access to Tammy's members-only, on-demand training library. To learn more about the Fundraising Transformers community, visit fundraisingtransformed.com forward slash growth. Welcome to 2022. I love a new year a fresh start, a new beginning, an opportunity to create and reimagine the future, to dream new dreams and set new goals. Truth is, you and I both know we can start fresh and set new goals at any moment during the year. And yet there's something magical about January 1st and planning for a new year, at least for me. In fact, it may just be my favorite holiday. I'd like to share how I approach planning for my new year. I've honed this process over many years and it works for me. Maybe a nugget or two will enhance your new year planning. And if this approach resonates with you, download our free 2022 planning guide. It's a simple set of prompts to inspire your reflection and your 2022 goal and dream setting. I'd like to begin my new year 
by identifying and eradicating the clutter. What isn't really useful to me any longer, tangibly or intangibly? Before I add anything for 2022, I need to make room for the new and minimize things that can distract me or aren't a good use of my time and energy. What will I discard, minimize, or stop doing altogether? I start with my email inbox. I unsubscribe to email feeds that I once wanted or needed that I don't want or need anymore. Or maybe I gave my email address in exchange for a download of a new research paper or a study at some point during the year. I unsubscribe to emails from my favorite brands, tempting email promotions that don't move me closer to my financial goals or that can be a shiny object when I'm working on developing training or speaking content or maybe working on a client project. So goodbye, Pottery Barn. Goodbye, Kate Spade, Veronica Beard, and Angela Scott. I will miss you. I mean, I will really, really miss you. (laughs) I delete smartphone apps that I don't really use or want to keep paying for each month or each year as an annual subscription. After all, to create something new, we need a clearing, a blank space, a clean surface. Think about a construction site. What's the first thing a builder will do when planning to erect a new structure? They clear and grade the land. Every new structure needs a clean, solid foundation on which to build, free of rubble and environmental toxins. Your dreams and goals for 2022 are no different. Removing the clutter may also mean clearing your physical space, taking down holiday decorations, dragging that once beautiful, now sad little half-naked Christmas tree to the curb for recycling, clearing out your closets, tidying up your office, your family spaces or private spaces like bedrooms, especially since so many of us have been working from home or working in a hybrid model, our work and the kids' work may have completely taken over our homes. Purging and donating items that we don't use frequently, clothing that no longer fits us well or isn't in our current style. Be bold and donate those jeans you proudly wore before you had children. For me, if I ever get back to that size, I will treat myself to some new jeans. Feel me? (laughs) It could mean cleaning out our car. Here's my litmus test. Would you be ashamed to have a donor or your executive director or CEO or your mother-in-law right along with you today, this very moment? If the answer is yes, I would be ashamed. It's time. Grab a trash bag and some armor all wipes and your vacuum attachments and clean out that car. You can do this. As they say, outer order, inner calm. Now, don't get overwhelmed. You don't have to take on all of these ideas. Pick a couple of rooms. Devote one hour on a Saturday for the next three weeks. Or maybe a couple of weeknights when your brain is tired and you're ready for a change of activities. You set the list. You set the pace. The older I get, or the more seasoned I should say, the more I gravitate to minimalism. 
If you're looking for a great book on this topic, I highly recommend a book called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McCown. It's available in print and audio versions. So if you feel like you don't have time to sit and read, download the audio version and listen to it when you're working out, washing the dishes, driving, or getting yourself ready in the morning. The side benefit of clearing out the stuff is that over time, you'll have less to dust, more room in your closet, less chaos in your cupboards, and the truth is, it really will help clear your mind. The next step in my new year planning process is to assess the mental and emotional drains on my spirit. Are there relationships that need to be mended? That could mean reaching out to someone to clear up a misunderstanding, or it could mean having a conversation about forgiveness with them or quietly forgiving them in your own heart and mind to set yourself free. What reconnections need to be made? I know for myself, I have aunts and uncles that are now in their 70s and 80s that I don't call or visit nearly enough. Not checking in on them makes me feel guilty and sad, and I always feel better after talking with them. So scheduling a weekly or monthly reminder to call is an easy fix. And I know if I don't put it in my calendar, it just doesn't happen. I think of them, but it's often too early in the morning or too late at night to call. Are there relationships that should be distanced? I once saw a t-shirt that said, I'm not for everyone. Yes. What freedom there is in that statement. Not that it gives me permission to be a jerk, but rather a message to we people pleasers that not everyone will embrace agree, or even like us, and that's okay. Trying to please them or win them over could be a waste of precious time and energy. I'm not for everyone. I'm sure you see an emerging theme here. You are clearing the space to create your best year and really your amazing future. So to recap our progress so far, we've created a clearing by evaluating our digital and physical spaces and eradicating what no longer serves us. We've assessed the emotional and mental drains on our spirit and what we're willing to do to clear them. That's pretty good, but we aren't done yet. We've created a little space. Now we can reflect on 2021 with a clear mind. What were your proudest accomplishments in 2021? What achievements make you smile? give you that feeling of satisfaction or victory? What happened in 2021 that makes you want to jump up and give yourself a high five? For me, my partner and I going full-time into our business, Fundraising Transformed, was huge, exciting and scary, and the bravest and truest thing we could have possibly done. Launching this intentional fundraiser podcast, we've received such positive and encouraging feedback. Confirmation that we are providing value to a community of nonprofit leaders all around the world. And that means a lot to us. Expanding my virtual keynote speaking and training services to Italy and Australia. And we have some big announcements coming about in-person international masterclasses and conference speaking in 2022, pandemic willing. Joining the faculty of the Institute for Charitable Giving, founded by Gerald Panis and Bill Sturdivant, and carried forward by the remarkable and understated Felicity Panis, 
is a true honor and a very proud accomplishment. Now, those are a few of my proud accomplishments. You'll have way more of your own. So what are they? Write them down. Celebrate them. Too often, we're so future-focused that we don't take time to reflect, to celebrate, and give thanks for our accomplishments and our blessings. So do a little happy dance, and then let's move on to the next part of this exercise. What are your biggest regrets of 2021? Or disappointments if you don't believe in regrets? What didn't go the way you wanted and still stings a little bit? What didn't get started, launched, or completed that was a 2021 priority for you? What was an epic failure or an epic learning? Make a list of those regrets and disappointments. Just list them. No need to suffer needlessly or make yourself wrong or anyone else wrong in this exercise. Just matter-of-factly list those regrets and disappointments. They will serve you as you create your New Year's goals and plans. I'll share first. Although we walked a lot in 2021, I regret not being more consistent in my yoga practice. That's a regret. I regret that it took longer than expected to launch this podcast. Our original goal was May of 2021, and we delayed it due to competing priorities. I regret that I didn't get to say proper goodbyes to everyone I adore associated with the Children's Center as I resigned my position as Chief Philanthropy Officer after nine years. As you think about your regrets, they should be regrets that you could influence. Of course, we all regret that we've been in a pandemic going on three years. We regret the loss of loves and jobs and so on. But what are the regrets or disappointments that you could have better influenced and didn't for whatever reason? Write those down. Honor them as progress, whether that progress was inching closer to your goals or just progress in lessons learned. Now the best part, what are your fondest goals and dreams for 2022? What goals and dreams would fill your heart with joy and light you up? Be specific. What, how, by when? Don't debate the worthiness or doability of your goals and dreams right now. Too often we talk ourselves out of our own goals and dreams before they've even had a chance. Use the Warren Buffett 25-5 rule. Brainstorm 25 big goals and then come back and narrow it down to five big goals that you'll take on for the year. Stack rank them in order of importance. Define in writing what success looks like. Identify not only the end result in specific and measurable ways. Define those key milestones timelines, and the resources you'll need to achieve that goal. You can apply this goal-setting approach to your work, to your health, your relationships, or your family goals. You choose, but you want to land on three to five big goals that move you toward your dreams. Congratulations. You've just set your top five dreams and goals for 2022. We're back with growth member Jenna Zapluski from the Coalition for Children, Youth, and Families in Milwaukee talking about how having 24-7 access to Tammy Zonker's on-demand training library is helping her become a better fundraiser. 
Since joining the Fundraising Transformers group, I have had the opportunity to go back and re-watch a host of trainings on such a wide variety of topics from how to work with my team members inside my organization to how to get my board excited and passionate about fundraising and topics like how to reach out to a donor and how to get a meeting with a donor. Here's Stevie Shoemate from Chapters Health Foundation in Tampa, sharing that as a growth member in Tammy's Fundraising Transformers community, you're never alone. How members of the community support one another by sharing resources and lessons learned to help solve tough fundraising problems. You oftentimes learn from other people across the entire country, which is really nice because it helps you understand that you're not alone in your uh, fundraising challenges. It, um, I was just sharing with someone the other day that it really helped me feel like I wasn't the only one experiencing these challenges, knowing that someone from New York or New Hampshire or Texas, um, people all over the US with varying communities and different fundraising strategies, we're all in this together. At the end of the show, we'll hear why members enjoy learning from Tammy and what you can expect when you join as a growth member in her Fundraising Transformers community. To learn more about the Fundraising Transformers community, visit fundraisingtransformed.com forward slash growth. Now, the real work can begin. Roll up your sleeves, y'all. So for each 2022 goal, you'll want to develop a plan and a timeline with specific and measurable activities and outcomes. What are the top three to five priorities that'll move you closer to your 2022 dreams and goals in Q1, in Q2, Q3, or Q4? For each quarter, what are the top three to five priorities or achievements each month that you'll take on to move you closer to achieving your 2022 dreams and goals? Then for each month in the quarter, what are the top three to five priorities or achievements you'll need to accomplish each week to ensure you meet your monthly goals? And lastly, what are the root cause activities that drive strategic outcomes? Is it meaningful donor engagement for you? Is it the number of grant applications or stewardship reports submitted? Root cause activities that drive results. Now, I like to think of those beautiful Russian nesting dolls called matroshka. The the matrona doll is the matron or the mother. That's the larger doll. Each doll that follows is a smaller size down to the babushka or the baby doll. For our purposes, the mother doll represents your three to five 2022 annual goals, the big vision, followed by your top three to five quarterly sub goals, followed by your top three to five monthly micro goals. And then the baby represents your weekly root cause activities that drive priority results. Now, it may not be easy at first, But it is a simple process that can help you not only identify meaningful 2022 goals, but can keep them alive all year long. It just takes dedication to the process. And by the way, we're talking about this process for your personal goal setting today. It can also be goal setting for your development team or your entire organization. This is really the essence of the Rockefeller habits. So lastly, consider 
who you will need to become to achieve these goals. What new knowledge will you need to gain? What new skills will you need to develop? What expertise will you need to leverage or take to the next level? Create your personal development plan for the next year. You can start with the list of books you want to read. You may be like me and you can just peruse the dozens of book titles stacked on your bedside table. Perhaps you'll identify your favorite or emerging thought leaders via podcasts and smartphone apps, influencers that can fuel you becoming the person you want and need to be to achieve your 2022 goals and dreams. For me, my go-to smartphone apps are Growth Day Membership with Brendan Bouchard, best-selling author and founder of the High Performance Institute, Masters of Scale with Reed Hoffman, Insight Timer, the meditation app. Um, Beth Cantor recommended it to me more than a year ago, and it really helps me to get into deep sleep at night. Maybe the Tapping Solution with Nick Ortner, and of course, Audible, so I can listen to my favorite authors. And of course, my top production tools like Salesforce, Kajabi, Basecamp, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Outlook 365. Undoubtedly, your top production tools will also include your cloud or app-based donor management system. Next, I determine my e-learning and conference learning goals for the year. How do I want to grow and develop myself so that I may add more value to my nonprofit clients and followers so that I can be a better human, a better partner, mother, friend, and a better Nana? Which educational programs and conferences will I participate in and where will they live in my calendar? Remember, if it's not in your calendar, it's unlikely it will actually happen. So this year, I'm signed up for Dr. Jen Shang's Philanthropic Psychology Certification Program through the Institute for Sustainable Philanthropy. Of course, I participate in all of the Association of Fundraising Professionals uh, conferences and many of the webinars. It's a great resource for learning, and I've been a member of AFP for more than 20 years. Brene Brown's teaching on empathy, leadership, and story stewardship. Continuing my work with Roger Love and his renowned voice and keynote speaker training and coaching program. And of course, I'm continuing to follow my favorite nonprofit and business thought leaders like Dr. Adrian Sargent, Tom Ahern, Ken Burnett, Harvey McKinnon, Kay Sprinkle Grace, Penelope Cagney, Beth Cantor, Bernard Ross, Malcolm Gladwell, Simon Sinek, and so many more. Of course, I would love to see you join my community of fundraising transformers. That's my online learning membership community that goes live with training and coaching twice a month. We'll be making some exciting announcements about how we're expanding learning and engagement opportunities within that community in 2022. So stay tuned for that. Here's the thing. The best fundraisers, nonprofit and business leaders I've ever met view themselves as lifelong learners. They never feel like they know all there is to know about their area of knowledge or zone of genius, no matter how brilliant they are. As longtime Major League Baseball player, coach, and manager Joe Girardi once said, quote, the elevator to success is out of order. You'll have to take the stairs one step at a time, end quote. Happy New Year and cheers to you for dedicating yourself to making 2022 your best year ever. 
we're back for a final word about Tammy Zonker's training style and what you can expect when you join as a growth member in her fundraising Transformers community. Here's growth member Jenna Sapluski from the Coalition for Children, Youth, and Families in Milwaukee. Tammy is so encouraging. She's very empowering. She really wants you to succeed in your role. And that really comes through with everything that she does from the monthly coaching calls to the monthly webinars. The guidance I've received from Tammy and other members of the Fundraising Transformers group has always been so constructive, so beneficial, and you can tell everyone in the group wants everybody else to succeed because we all know what a challenging job it can be to fundraise for our our wonderful causes and our organizations. You may be asking yourself, can a growth membership really help me improve my fundraising results? Is it worth my time? Laurel Grow from Phoenix Family in Kansas City shared that her organization increased charitable dollars raised by 132% since joining as a growth member. Becky Shambliss from Awake in Anchorage, Alaska shared that her organization increased donor retention from 13% to 69% in about a year using what they learned from Tammy's training. And growth member Amanda Johnson from Multiplying Good in Indianapolis shared that her organization exceeded their annual fundraising goal by 104% and grew overall giving by 13% in one year by applying lessons learned from Tammy as a member of her Fundraising Transformers community. Here's member Stevie Shumate again sharing how she and you can grow your fundraising skills as a growth member of Tammy's Fundraising Transformers community. This is the first fundraising role that I have ever been in before. Um, so at 30 years old, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, well, how do I rocket launch my fundraising expertise? You learn from Tammy Zonker. That's what you do. Become a member of the Fundraising Transformers community. To join our live monthly training and Ask Me Anything sessions and get access to our growing library of on-demand training videos and tools and share lessons learned with other fundraising pros like you in our private and safe online community, visit fundraisingtransform.com growth, click join, and get started today. That's it for this episode of the Intentional Fundraiser Podcast. If you like this podcast, subscribe and download each episode on your favorite podcast platform. Share it on social media with the hashtag, The Intentional Fundraiser, and tag me, Tammy Zonker, and you'll be entered into a drawing for some great swag, books, and courses. And if you like today's show, you might also be interested in becoming a member of my Fundraising Transformer community where I go live twice a month with my members with fundraising training and group coaching to help transform those fundraising issues that keep you awake at night where I pull back the curtain on how you can take your fundraising results to the next level by teaching ways you can improve your development operations create a results driven donor centric development plan strengthen donor relationships improve your donor retention rates and build a raging monthly giving program and a successful major gifts program and how you can approach each day to ensure you'll perform at your highest level so you can be the best fundraiser and the best person you can possibly be. Thank you for showing up and for having the courage and determination to transform your fundraising so you can transform the world. Bye for now.